good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. And we will start off with the daily COVID numbers. There were 37 more COVID-19 fatalities and 2,862 new cases registered during the previous 24 hours, the Public Health Ministry said on Tuesday morning. There were 2,845 cases in the general population and 17 among prison inmates. This compared to 23 COVID-related fatalities and 3,398 new cases reported on Monday morning. The latest Phuket Provincial Public Health Office daily COVID situation report marked 50 new local infections confirmed across the island yesterday, bringing the total number of people recognised as infected with COVID-19 in Phuket since April 3rd to 18,765. We've also had eight confirmed cases of Omicron within Thailand. However, these were all caught due to the stringent measures of the PCR test on arrival here in Thailand. And moving along, Thailand to speed up vaccination booster shots. The Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration has decided to speed up the mass provision of COVID-19 vaccine booster shots to guard against the potential serious symptoms of the Omicron variant. The CCSA spokesman, Dr. Thuisin, said today that the variant has already spread to many countries and has been reported that three doses of vaccine can help reduce the risk of hospitalization and death. In Thailand, he said that only 4.1 million people, or 5.5% of the population, have received three shots and 97 million doses of vaccine have been administered so far. 69.3% of the population, or 49.9 million people, have received one vaccine dose, and 43.3 million, or 60.2%, have received two. Dr. Tuisan said that the CCSA has set a target to have administered 100 million doses of vaccines by December 20th. The date has been postponed from the initial target set for the end of November, and then by December 5th. He added that 6.6 million doses will be administered in December alone, with 3.1 million as first jabs, 2.3 million as second, and 1.2 million as booster shots. He explained that people can choose the available vaccines for their booster. People who are inoculated with the AstraZeneca vaccine for the first two shots can choose Pfizer or Moderna as their booster three months after the second jab, while those who have received two Pfizer or two Moderna doses can choose either of the two vaccines as their booster six months after their first shot. Those who received mixed vaccines such as Sinovac and AstraZeneca or Sinopharm and AstraZeneca can choose AstraZeneca, Pfizer or Moderna as their third shot three months after the second shot. People who have received Sinovac and Pfizer or Sinopharm and Pfizer can choose either Pfizer or Moderna for their booster shot three months after the second jab and those having received AstraZeneca and Pfizer as their first two jabs, can choose either Pfizer or Moderna as their third shot six months after their second jab. Dr. Tuisan said the CCSA has a target to vaccinate at least 80% of the population next year, and the unvaccinated can just walk into vaccination facilities to get their shots free of charge. Children under 12 can get inoculated with the consent of their parents. So just a little bit of information here in relation to Thailand. 
The original plan was for boosters to be administered six months after your second shot, meaning if you had two AstraZeneca, you'd be able to get inoculated sometime next year. However, they've brought that forward, similar to what they've done in the UK, and now they're saying it's three months. I don't know where the science is for this. I don't know if it's just been made up as they go along, but that's the current rules and regulations. Myself, I've had two AstraZeneca in September, so actually this month I would be eligible for a booster shot of either Pfizer or Moderna. I'll probably get Moderna because I believe I know a place that will administer it this month, so hopefully I can get that sorted. I think one of the issues that people will have who've just had two vaccine doses is, I believe the European Union now are talking about that if you don't have your booster shot, that you will not be considered fully vaccinated as of February or March next year, which I think is a little bit wrong. It's changing the goalposts. How many vaccines do we need to have in the future? Will it be one a year? Will it be one every six months? Nobody really knows. I do think one of the issues here in Thailand will be where you can get these booster shots. And if you're allowed to choose between Pfizer and Moderna, where will this happen? For example, currently Moderna really is only available through the Red Cross in Thailand and private hospitals. Pfizer is available from the government, but it's not widely used and they have yet to publish figures of how many doses they have currently in the country and how many are ordered for the next year. So this will also be another issue that people will have to contend with when they have to go get their booster shot. Hopefully the government may put out some clear information in the next few weeks as to where and when these booster shots can be administered and where people can sign up for them. Especially expats here in the country who will be worried about getting that third shot because of the ordeal that a lot of us had getting the first shot April and May of this year. And moving along, Airlines Association of Thailand seeks visa waiver for global travellers. The Airline Association of Thailand is urging the government to consider implementing a visa waiver for international travellers to attract more demand as global competition is getting intense. Further loosening of travel rules and costs such as visa, fees or RT-PCR tests will stir demand, said Putipong, Pratasarangtong, Bangkok Airways President and AAT President. Visa exemption is a measure that will help increase the number of international tourists next year to the goal of 10 million. He said the waiting period at the hotel for the test and go scheme should be shortened to let tourists continue their trips sooner. We are in a fierce competition as every country needs tourists to cushion the economic impact. Further loosening of restrictions will help enhance our competitive, said Mr. Puttipong. Speaking at the Thai Aviation Industry Conference 2021, flying to the new area of Thai aviation seminar, Mr. Puttipong said Thailand's aviation industry will return to 20 to 30% of the pre-COVID level despite the November 1 opening. Measures to support local airlines should continue for one to two years. The government must control the virus situation to gain confidence from other countries, paving the way for reciprocal travel agreements, said Nuntaporn Komasatavayet, head of commercial aviations of Thailine Air. She said international flights remain weak as Thai tourists still face strict quarantine requirements in many destinations. The chief executive of Thai Air Asia said aviation is the first industry affected by the outbreak and will be the last to recover. Besides cost-saving measures, Thai Air Asia has to seek additional income such as cargo service, F&B product sales, general consumers and digital transformation via its super app in order to stay afloat. 
The chief executive of Thai Airways said the national airline opted for cargo or repatriation flights when international borders were closed last year. However, they were not adequate to shore up business until Thai Airways submits its rehabilitation plan. The Tourism Authority of Thailand Deputy Governor for Marketing Communications said the number of Thailand Pass applications totaled 500,000, of which 200,000 tourists were approved. And next up, Thailand set to approve special tourist visa for digital nomads. Thailand is preparing to accommodate an increasing number of digital nomads with eyes on Bangkok, Phuket and Chiang Mai as work and vacation destinations. Spokesperson for the Prime Minister's office, Tanakorn Wambunkanchana, said that the three cities were ranked by Germany-based vacation search engine company Halido on its list of the best vacation cities in 2021. One of the groups included in the survey comprised workers who traveled to different locations using mobile devices to perform their jobs remotely at coffee shops or public libraries. A recent survey by the Adventure Travel Trade Association found Thailand to be among the most popular destination for these digital nomads. Respondents cited blazing internet speeds, affordable living costs, and scenic tourist attractions as some of the factors that attracted them to the kingdom, especially with so many others now working remotely due to the global pandemic. The spokesperson said the government is working to accommodate the increasing number of digital nomads by approving a special tourist visa, STV, that allows foreigners to stay for 90 days. The visa can be extended twice, meaning tourists can stay up to 270 days at a time. The government hopes that STVs will help revitalize the tourism industry under effective COVID-19 control and prevention measures. Meanwhile, the Prime Minister, General Prayachanacha, has commended relevant agencies and the Thai people for making Thailand one of the best destinations for travelers. He also assured that the government would be ready to listen to all constructive feedback in order to draft policies that benefit everyone. Now, what I find interesting is they're trying to reuse the special tourist visa or STV now for digital nomads. The STV visa was devised last year as a way to attract foreigners to come to the country during the pandemic. And it proved to be the worst visa ever created by the Thai government. It absolutely had no take up and nobody was interested in it. Now what they're trying to do is repurpose it for digital nomads. And the problem with that is that the special tourist visa only gives you a maximum of 270 days in the country and then you must leave. You cannot change this visa into any other type of visa and it cannot be extended after the 270 days. If you look what other countries around the world are doing and particularly in the likes of Bermuda, Barbados, Bali, Costa Rica and other countries like this, they are focusing on bringing digital nomads to the country but with rules and regulations, but giving them much longer periods in the country. So they're offering visas from two years up until five years. Now, the general criteria that must be adhered to is that you make about $50,000 a year and you can prove that and that you have medical insurance and you paid a fee. And that's basically it for most of these countries. Now, that's what Thailand is in competition with. And instead of going up against these countries and providing these same benefits, they are providing less benefits and a lot more stricter application process. For example, the STV visa currently, the rules and regulations regarding it, is that you have to have a medical certificate from a licensed doctor, an original certificate of criminal record clearance from the country of your residence, 
You must have health insurance, which is standard in any of these countries where digital nomads are going. But again, it is another expense. And then you must have paid accommodation for your time in the country. So they want all that paid up front, which doesn't make any sense because the life of a digital nomad is one where you kind of wander from place to place. You continue to work. Another issue that needs to be looked at is the rules in relation to working in Thailand. Now, a lot of people may know that any form of work in Thailand, whether you work in a computer or not, is deemed illegal here in Thailand and requires you to have a work permit. Now, obviously, it's just ridiculous to think that a digital nomad would go get a work permit. So these rules and regulations need to be changed to allow working remotely in Thailand is not illegal and can be done without the risk of prosecution from the labor office or immigration. So these things also need to be looked at and the government need to focus on bringing more people into this country. Now, the special tourist visa, as far as I'm concerned, is a non-runner when it comes to this. And it's just not going to work out the same way it didn't work out for tourists wanting to come here because of these stringent criteria that you need to adhere to to be able to get it. So I think a lot more needs to be looked at. Make it easier for people to come. Have your measures in to ensure that people who are coming can afford to live here and make a certain amount of money. And I think that's fair enough. Look to other countries and see what they're doing and then go and compete with them and take tourists and digital nomads from those countries and bring them to Thailand. And this will certainly help benefit the economy in the long run. But having a substandard visa that certainly won't attract digital nomads is not the way forward. Moving along, face masks with exhalation valves banned on all flights in Thailand. The Civil Aviation Authority of Thailand, or the CAAT, has announced that passengers on both domestic and international flights are no longer allowed to wear face masks equipped with exhalation valves to prevent the possible spread of COVID-19. The rule took effect on December 1st. The rule applies to all Thai and foreign airlines operating in Thailand, including international flights, flying in and out of the country, DCAAT confirmed to the Thai PBS World today. Thailand's anti-fake news centre also published an article confirming that this information is true. Airports and airlines have been told to inform passengers of the ban and to comply with health and safety measures prior to and during their travel, otherwise they may face legal action. On December 8th, Nok Air announced that passengers will no longer be allowed to wear masks with exhalation valves to comply with the CAAT's rule. And next up, some good news in relation to the New Year's Eve. New Year's countdown gets green light. New Year countdown festivities will be allowed to take place while the consumption of alcoholic drinks will be permitted until 1am on January 1, according to the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration. Speaking after chairing a CCSA meeting, Prime Minister Prayut Chanacha said the attendees agreed that New Year's festivities will be held under the so-called COVID-free setting measures. The Prime Minister also stressed the need for Thais to be vaccinated before taking part in New Year countdown activities, which will start from December 27th. Everyone should get their vaccine shots as quickly as possible, he said. The CCSA spokesman, Dr. Twisip, said that the meeting has also decided to allow the consumption of alcoholic drinks in restaurants nationwide on New Year's Eve until 1am on January 1 under strict disease control measures prescribed by the Public Health Ministry. 
Under the resolution, eateries in all 77 provinces, be the 39 provinces in the control iron zones, 30 in the high surveillance zones, or 8 in the tourist-oriented blue zones, will be allowed to serve alcoholic drinks to customers during the New Year countdown until 1am on January 1, on the condition that they are open-air restaurants with good ventilation. For a New Year countdown party with at least 1,000 participants, organizers, staff, singers and musicians must be fully vaccinated and must undergo a antigen testing 72 hours prior to the event. As for patrons, they are required to register or buy tickets in advance, must be fully vaccinated and produce a negative ATK test result 72 hours prior to the event, the doctor said. For events with less than 1,000 participants, they must be fully vaccinated before taking part, he said. The CCSA on Monday also decided to end all maximum controlled zones in 23 provinces effective from Thursday, Dr. Tuisip said. The number of provinces declared control zones, orange zones, will increase from 23 to 39. The number of high surveillance zones, yellow zones, will rise from 24 provinces to 30. The number of blue-coated tourism-orientated zones will increase from 7 to 8. They will include Chambari, Bangkok, Kanchanaburi, Krabi, Nantaburi, Patumtani, Panya and Phuket. Another 18 provinces also have some districts declared as tourism-orientated zones and and altogether such zones will exist in 26 areas. Previously, the CCSA had downgraded the dark red maximum and strict control zones in six provinces along with the nationwide curfew effective on December 1. Dr. Twisep also said that between November 1 and 30, a total of 133,061 people, foreign and Thais, arrived in Thailand with 171 of them being detected as having imported COVID-19 infections. As for this month, there were some 87,383 arrivals with 152 imported cases, or 0.17%, the spokesman said. So I guess New Year's Eve countdown can go ahead, but under very strict measures kind of takes the fun out of the whole event must be fully vaccinated you must go get atk tests before you want to go to the event again i understand the safety aspect but i'm a little bit turned off by the idea that if you want to go somewhere you need to also bring an atk test and test when you're there that to me is probably takes the fun out of it and it kind of goes in along with a survey that recently came out in the thai papers where it said that a lot of Thais are not going to travel for the New Year celebration as they're kind of feeling apprehensive about Omicron and the COVID and everything else that's going on in the country. And I think this will certainly affect numbers attending events like this. Also, when you cap the events at a certain amount of people, that's going to also affect how many people will be there, I guess. Hopefully, the country will have a safe New Year's. People will enjoy themselves and we won't see any kind of uptick in COVID-19 cases. Of course, if you look around the world, generally when you have any kind of special events or holidays, you do see that. But fingers crossed, things will continue to go the way they're going here in Thailand with low number of COVID cases and people enjoying themselves and trying to get back to a reasonable normal in the country. And a little bit more news about the Thailand Pass and the Test and Go Sandbox scheme. The Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration will extend the quarantine for visitors arriving from overseas through the Sandbox and Quarantine Schemes from 5 to 7 days from this Thursday. CCA spokesman Dr. Tweeset said Monday's decision was in response to the rapid spread of the Omicron variant of COVID-19 and increase of infections in some countries. 
Fully vaccinated visitors from countries included in the test and go scheme who must stay only one night in a hotel will undergo an RT-PCR test on arrival and then be required to do a rapid antigen test themselves. Entry was still prohibited to people coming from Botswana, Lesotho, Malawi, Mozambique, Namibia, South Africa and Zimbabwe except for Thais and diplomats, he said. And finally, the Phuket news. Phuket launches a 100% helmet campaign with fines. Phuket Provincial Police have launched a new 100% helmet campaign and will start enforcing increasing fines for motorbike riders and passengers repeatedly caught not wearing helmets, Phuket Provincial Police Commander Major General Serpan has announced. Swiss man, 57, killed by Phuket passenger van. A 57-year-old Swiss man was killed when the driver of a passenger van lost control while coming down a steep hill north of Promtep Cape yesterday morning. The van swerved across the road and struck the Swiss man on his motorbike before slamming into a roadside power pole. And rest in peace to that man. And finally, body of missing fisherman found. Search teams have found the body of the fisherman missing from the fishing boat that capsized off Phuket's east coast late Saturday night. And again, rest in peace to that man. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kira Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.